Hello, this is Rafal Davidovich. Welcome to Tanya Tuesday. Today we are going to summarize Perak Yud Aleph in the Sefer Tanya. This is chapter 11. <clears throat> and let us review to remind ourselves where we are. The Baal Tanya wrote a work called Sefer Shel Benunim, saying that the ideal and most likely state that a person can achieve a wonderful level of serving God is called being a Benoni, someone who's in between. What is a Benoni? Someone who is neither a tzaddik nor a rasha. What does that mean? Well, it means that he is somebody who behaves like a tzaddik, but considers himself a rasha. And how is this to be understood? It's to be understood that everyone, every Jew has two souls. One soul is the nefesh bahamis, which is just the what allows him to function as a basic animal, taking care of his needs and his family's needs, and all of his basic uh, functions as a physical being, as a rational animal. And then there is the Nefesh Elokis, the godly soul, which thinks about doing godly things and connecting to God and being a Chelek Elokami Mal Mamish, a literal part of God above. These two souls are in con conflict with one another. Each of these souls has an intellectual side and an emotional side, and each of these souls has three manners of expressing itself, thought, speech, and deed. And each of these souls wants to be in charge of the entire body, so that the entire body, both the intellect and emotions, and also all manner of thought, speech, and deed, should all follow the dictates of that particular soul. A tzaddik was discussed in chapter 10 as someone whose body has been entirely taken over by the nefesh relokis, the godly soul, so that the body is always doing what the godly soul says, and the nefesh bahamis has been defeated entirely, or maybe not entirely. Entirely means that it's as if the those desires have been removed and entirely means that those desires have been transformed and elevated to the point that they too, meaning the physical body, the physical side of life, the animal side of life, is also being used to serve God. Like it says, with all your heart, meaning both the Yetzir Tov and the Yetzir Hara, the good inclination and the bad inclination are all serving God. And they are doing so altruistically, for God's sake. Not to make their own lives happier, or to feel spiritually fulfilled, but looking to, fill, to fulfill God's purpose of residing in this world. Now chapter 11 describes the Russia. And what is a Russia? The Russia is someone whose nefesh bahamis, whose animal soul, has taken over the body. Which means that everything that the person does is, at least for that moment, in a manner that he has been taken over, meaning that small city has been taken over by the animal soul. And this means, and this is a rather harsh section over here, in any part, meaning if either the intellect or emotions, or any of the three garments meaning modes of expression, thought, speech, and deed, have been taken over by the Nefesh Bahamis, 
then this is a sign that the Nefesh Bahamas is in charge of that part. And to that extent, this would define the person as a Russia. So that, for example, if in speech, he speaks Lashon Hara, a little bit of Lashon Hara, or, or he speaks Latsanus. What is Latsanus? Latsanus are words that ridicule good and holy things. Which is, if you think about it, most of the internet nowadays. End of commentary. Or a person thinks about doing Averos. Not just that they pass through his mind, but he actively thinks of Averos. Or, he, God forbid, thinks uh, or speaks of other things at a time where his mind and his speech would be capable of learning Torah, but instead he decides to waste his time, as we had said in an earlier chapter. Or indeed, and it doesn't have to be a big Avera, it can even be a small Avera. But what that means, if the person is doing that Avera at that time, is that that Yetzirah is in charge of his body. And that would be the definition of a Rasha. Now, this person, to use the definitions from the first chapter, can still be a Rasha Vitovlo, or a Rasha She'enogamur, meaning there's still some good to him. He's not a totally wicked person. How do you see that he's not totally wicked? Because he has something called charata. He has something called regret. Meaning when he's done doing the Avera, he feels bad. And the fact that he feels bad is a wonderful thing. Because it means that the Yetzir Hara still has some seats in, uh, is still in control. But the Yetzir Tov still has some seats in Congress, if you know what I mean. Meaning it's a minority, and it might not have affected him, but it's still there. And the fact that he has that regret is a wonderful thing. Only somebody who has no regret whatsoever and never ever thinks of doing tshuva would be someone who you could be called could be called a Russia Gomor or Russia Viralo, someone who's wicked and his entire being is just filled with things to do wrong. But even such a person, even such a Russia, the good that he doesn't feel still resides in some part of his being, in what is called in Halacha, or in Kabbalah rather, Bebechinas Makif, meaning it's sort of floating above him, meaning it's not part of who he is actively, but passively it's still part of his personality. And that's why, for example, even a Russia can still count in a minion, because he still has that Kedusha that envelops him. That is the end of chapter 11. And we are right on the cusp of beginning chapter 12, which will finally talk about the Benoni, who is the hero of this book. Thank you all for listening.